Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Not So Native Podcast. Let me introduce your host. My name is Rob Lamb. And I'm Aaron Bailey. Kick back and let us take you on a journey as we explore some of Arizona's most fascinating people, places, and things to do. Are you ready? The Not So Native Podcast would like to welcome back our sponsor, MLR Professional Tax and Accounting Service, 623-505-7141. MLR Professional Tax and Accounting provides personal and business tax and accounting services. Looking for help with your business or personal tax returns this year? Choose the firm we choose at the Not So Native Podcast, MLR Professional Tax and Accounting, 623-505-7141. There's never a charge to talk. Hey, welcome back. This is Rob, and today you're in for a treat. I've got my special guest host, my lovely wife, Stephanie. Stephanie! Hi, everyone. Glad I could be here today to join Rob. Unfortunately, Aaron couldn't be here, so I'm going to try my best to fill in. All right. So, Aaron usually doesn't talk a lot, so just keep it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear him chuckling already. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, we, are, we have made our way to Williams, Arizona. We're sitting in the middle of a beautiful sunshine. It's probably about 51 degrees outside, light breeze. You might be able to hear it on the recorder. And we're sitting here with... Hi, my name is Shirley, and I am the owner-operator of the Canyon Motel and RV Park. We're right here on Historic Route 66. Well, right at the beginning, I guess. Or, or uh, the end, depending on which way you're which, coming from, which <laughs> yeah. direction. There you go. Uh, this is a very unique hotel. Uh, in the website for the hotel? It is Canyon, the, sorry, the Canyon Motel at AOL.com. Okay, there you go. And if you wanted to check out their website, just Google Canyon Motel and RV Park, and you're probably going to see something a little different uh, in your in your browser. You're going to see pictures of railroad cars. Can you tell us a little bit about the history of the hotel and and how did you get the train cars here? It's amazing. Sure. Um, actually, um, the train cars were here. Actually, my husband and I, Kevin. Um, who could not be with us today. Um, we um, purchased the property. The train cars were here already. Um, oh. They were brought in in 1999, I believe. We purchased the property in 2001. Oh, okay. Um, so we, um, we refurbished them and made them into motel rooms. Oh, were they just empty shells or just regular old train cars? or? Well, they were... Um, already somewhat decorated, but we kind of took them apart and brought them back to making you really feel like you are in a train car. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we've been in them a couple times, so they're they're pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's that's an interesting. That, that's something that makes this unique because uh, this area is famous for not just cars, but train traffic. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so it's really special for people to be able to come and stay in 
uh, train car instead of just looking at it. We have a lot of what they call themselves rail fans oh, yeah. um, uh, or foamers if they're into the steam trains. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, wow. I didn't even know that there was such a thing as yeah. a foamer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a good term to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they come in and they take a look at these cars and then they can tell me about them because they can be identified just by the numbers on them, the letters by them. They can pretty much tell you what year and actually both of our cabooses are 1929s oh wow no kidding yes <laughs> and the rail car uh is 1950. Wow. very neat and so do the 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 cabooses they they how many people can sleep in each one of them the both of them are configured differently there's one that will sleep up to five people and there's one that will sleep up to six people Wow. They have all the comforts of home. Um, they do have a refrigerator, microwave, coffee maker, flat screen TVs, free Wi-Fi. So you have everything that you need to make you comfortable, but yet you're still that rustic. Um, you still have that rustic feeling of being in a train. Without all the yeah, rocking the of, the, of the train going down the road. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. And then the, the rail car, the, the, the big green car in the back here. Uh-huh. That, um, um, that was actually a dining car, oh, I really? believe. Okay. So we have it as three separate motel rooms. Oh. There's two larger rooms that will sleep up to four people. And then there's one very small room. We call it our little cozy honeymoon room. Mm -hmm. It's just got a queen size bed and just enough room to walk around the bed, but it also has all of the amenities. So it's very comfortable. Good. And actually it's my favorite room in the whole, on the whole property. Wow. It's a, it's a great place to take a family. Yes. And enjoy some of that time. A great place to stay if you're going to go ride the Grand Canyon Railway. You can warm up and finish up here at the at the at the Grand Canyon Railway Motel. Canyon yeah. Motel. Or Canyon. Canyon. Can, sorry, Canyon, Canyon Motel. Motel. Sorry. Yes. Yes. That's another another property. So were all of the cabins here when you bought the property? Yes. They. The buildings were built in 1939. Oh. It's an old original motor court. <clears throat> wow. wow. Yeah. So yeah. was this the original Route 66? It was, okay. yes. And then they kind of tweaked it a little bit. Right. And um, so now you go into town one way, and then we say cruise the loop. And when mm -hmm. you're coming back our direction, then that is historic Route 66. Oh, okay. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. This whole area is is fraught with with history you were saying something about some of the tourists and people that come here yes we have um sometimes it's like the united nations around here we we have hardly <laughs> any americans or? yes our summertime mm -hmm. our, our peak season is may through october okay um winter time is great but we do get some snow actually sometimes a lot of snow so it keeps people away a little bit hmm. um, except for locals that are coming from the valley and so forth the phoenix area they'll come up for the snow um, but summertime is mostly when our um a lot of European travelers are coming in and it seems like they all have their own specific times um, um, maybe uh, for Germans they're here in September most mm. of the time mm. they I guess it's specific to their their workforce of when they have their their holidays oh, okay. nice. so, so what what did you what do you do those tourists bring with them a certain uh, 
desire to see things around Route 66 or do they have some sort of understanding of what Route 66 is? Yes. Um, actually, sometimes it's quite embarrassing because sometimes they know more about Route 66, specifically the German folks. Uh, <laughs> yes. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but um, I'll, they'll say something and I'll say, hmm, I haven't heard of that. So they'll proceed to tell me and 15 minutes later, I'll get an idea of what <laughs> wow. what I need to know. So it's quite a quite an educational experience for me as well. So I love it. Are you a homeowner? Are high electric bills busting your budget? Well, do what I did and call Charlie Miller with Argent Solar, 623-734-6011. Argent Solar has an A-plus rating with the BBB and zero complaints with the Arizona Registrar of Contractors. Save money by harnessing the power of the sun. Call Charlie Miller, 623-734-6011. 623-734-6011. In preparation for coming up here, I, I told Aaron, hey man, I, I got us uh, the place to stay, don't worry about it, blah, blah, blah. He said, where are we staying? I told him, we're coming up here to interview you. And he says, apparently about 30 minutes later, he, he had gotten on the internet and he was checking out the, the pictures of the hotel and, and things like that. And he says, send me a text. I'd read it to you, but we're using my phone. It says, hey, man, I ain't staying in no haunted room. <laughs> Is there haunted rooms here? I didn't even know this. I don't even understand what he's talking about. Uh, yeah. I mean, there, I know that there are people out there that are like ghost chasers and kind of people. I mean, look, Hotel Del Coronado has, I think, one or two rooms that are that way. Mm -hmm. So tell us what 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 rooms and or what, what paranormal or, activity yeah, yeah, you have yeah, going yeah, on yeah. here. <laughs> Let us know because we're staying here tonight. Yes. <laughs> yes, and actually we have had ghost hunters that had stayed with us. Oh, really? Um, the whole town of Williams actually downtown is, is filled with um, ghosts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess. Now, I like to play it up for the people who are into that sort of thing, but play it down to the people who are not. Sure, sure. And it actually is kind of a mix. Um, caboose number two over there, okay. they seem to have more action than anything around oh. here. Oh, really? Um, and we actually keep a log of when people tell us what oh. they've experienced. Really? Just because it's fun to share. And, and honestly, nothing has ever scared anyone. Uh-huh. Right. Um, it's just always been, hmm, that's interesting. Or I can give you an example. One time uh, a man told me that he was bent over getting something out of the refrigerator. And he turned around because his wife had put her hand on his shoulder. But when he turned, he looked and she was in bed. <laughs> oh. So, oh, my. So he did, he did feel something. Um, our housekeepers that we have, um, one of our housekeepers, when she first started, she had asked me if I had come into the caboose to talk to her, and I said, no, I haven't been in there, and she said, are you sure? Ooh. Because somebody was talking to me, oh, <laughs> and I wow. said, no, it wasn't me. Well, actually, she didn't go back into the caboose for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> She distinctly oh, heard yes. someone. And then after that, she 
got used to it, actually. Um, right. wow. she, she hears voices um, quite often. It's, Interesting. It's probably some, uh, some funny old railroad guy or person that's just <laughs> laying in a play practical jokes to, <laughs> yeah. you know, some, of the, some of those old guys were entertaining I, I used to know a couple of railroad men and and they're they're hoots just because of <laughs> just because of what they see out there you know and, sure. in the world you, you learn to adapt um, so are there any other paranormal spots on the property actually Stephanie's um, into this it's weird <laughs> I just tell? think it's fascinating it's fun um, the buildings they they the ghost hunters were not in all of the buildings um, and the buildings are set up to where there are three separate motel rooms in each of the flagstone buildings oh nice yeah um, so the first one with rooms one two and three for those of you who are interested <laughs> they have had voices recorded oh wow, wow. so they say um, yes yeah, yeah I mean and they play I watch those shows sometimes and I'm like come on yeah they, they played it back for me and they're hearing now this is very distinctive well, I'm hearing, and I'm going, yep, that's pretty distinctive. <laughs> so, so if that's what you're looking for, it's here. Yeah. Yes. They if that's have, not what you're looking for, it's not Again, here. this is where you get your kicks on Route 66. <laughs> there you go. You know, if, if, you're into, if you're into trains and you might be a, a foamer or, or you're into ghosts, uh, you know, it's Route 66, baby. Come on <laughs> up. Check it out. Um, so the the buildings were all built in 1939. It's a motor inn. You guys are, have gotten quite a bit of publicity. But uh, tell me about how how did you guys come to want to buy this hotel? I mean, did motel. were you just, or motel, motel, mm. RV park? Were you just driving down the road and saying, you know what? <laughs> Let's I'm tired that. of working for the man. Let's go do this. <laughs> I don't know. Um, actually, this place happened by accident. Um, we did come to Williams because um, my husband, on his 50th birthday in 2000, had actually had a heart attack. Oh, oh no. So he needed to change his lifestyle. He worked for a big corporation. Mm -hmm. um, Were you guys a in the hotel, hotel business? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And um, he had a lot on his plate, and um, we knew we needed to make a change, but we just hadn't done it. So, um, actually, I like to tell the story because I totally believe this with my heart, that God stepped in and he said, you haven't been able to make up your mind, I'm making it up for you. Wow. Oh, wow. So, there isn't a lot, and it kind of brings tears to my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there aren't a lot I'm, of people I'm, that I'm get... I'm tearing up right now, thinking about it. <laughs> they sometimes you just don't get a second chance yeah yeah we Very true. you know through his grace we were able to have a second chance wow so we were looking everywhere and of course being in the hotel industry and we've always been in um tour situations and my husband's been an entrepreneur since he was a teenager um so we had thought about a little maybe bed and breakfast mm -hmm. But then I quickly came to the realization that I couldn't even cook for us, let alone anyone else. <laughs> so that would have just been the bed part. <laughs> so we have a place to stay. We have a place to stay, but uh, but 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 you're gonna have to find your own food. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll make sure yeah. it's there. You just have to cook yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would be. Uh, that would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we came into Williams because we saw it um, online, actually. Um, but we 
as we were coming into town, we loved the town. We'd been here a couple of times before, fell in love with it just absolutely. Um, so when we saw it downtown, it wasn't exactly what we were expecting anyway. We didn't really want to be right downtown, uh -huh. um, although it's wonderful, but just wasn't our cup of tea. Right. So we just came on through, came up over the hill here and saw this place. And honestly, I didn't even pay attention to what it was. Um, we just came down the driveway and we went, oh, it's a motel. Interesting. Huh. And we had looked at a place in, in California that was kind of similar to this with little um, cabin-esque type mm -hmm. of things. Mm -hmm. um, so we came in and we, we said that we wanted to stay. And then through the conversation at the front desk, they said, well, what are you doing here? And we said, well, we're looking for a place to, to possibly buy. And they said, would you be interested in this place? <laughs> wow. And Guess what? I got a motel to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it just kind of evolved from there. Wow. And, so did um, they already have it on the market? No. Wow. Uh, they, no. They were just... That's when you know it's divine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they, and they probably, we're thinking the exact same thing. We'd sure that, like to sell we, this, but... God, help us figure out how to sell it. We don't know how to sell it, and boom. Yeah, there so, we, here comes some people What was it like yeah. before you bought it? Were there the same amenities and everything, or did, did you... have the RV park? Did no. You, you know, all the um, stuff that... The, the property here, quite frankly, was a little run down. Okay. Um, there was no um, aesthetic appeal to it. Mm -hmm. So we came in with our little truck and started on the outside and went out um, back into the forest there, collected all of these rocks that you see. Okay. Oh, nice. And in between the buildings, and we just um, made it look as nice as we possibly could. And we started from the outside in, of course, because okay. we needed that appeal factor. Sure, to sure, come sure, right. sure. Um, and then we just started, started with the rooms and little by little. Um, and then we quickly realized that there's 18 rooms total. Okay. Okay. It was um, 18 uh, cabin rooms, and then and then including in, the the train rooms. Yes. Or? Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. So so six buildings with three rooms in okay. each building, and the the two cabooses and the rail car. Okay. okay. Um, no RV park yet. Okay. Oh. Okay. But we quickly realized that. We were sitting on, um, oh my gosh, how many acres was it? I believe it was t 10 acres when we first bought it. Okay. And we were only utilizing like 2.5. Oh, and so wow. we were paying property tax, mortgage, mm -hmm. and insurance on all this property. So we weren't going to be able to make it by just renting out 18 rooms in the, sure. the cabooses. Mm -hmm. So we decided to build the RV park mm -hmm. and that happened in 2005. Okay. Oh, nice. okay. So okay. We, we built that from scratch. And um, Now as you were um, remodeling the rooms and everything, you still had uh, visitors, people, guests yes. staying? Okay. Yes, we were never closed at any wow. time. Yeah, we, we did it all while we were still operating. Wow. Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was uh, that was our dog Tucker. He decided to make his presence known on the podcast. So, so what other changes? So, two thousand five, you put the RV park in. Yes. And then, was that a, a big hit? Did it you was. Find a lot of visitors. Yes, yes, because and and we we chose the RV park because if we were to expand the motel, um, 
it would have just been more of a headache. Right. And um, probably a lot more expense, I would imagine. Yes. Too. So the RV park, you have somebody just going to their site. They're using their own shampoo, their right. own right. Uh, pillows, their own, you know, linen and so forth. And then they're, they're all pretty self-contained. So are the sites, uh, have like electric and yeah. Are they got all there? the hookups and everything? Yes. They are full hookups with oh, water, sewer, great. electric cable yeah. and free Wi-Fi. Are there tents, oh, wow. camping areas too, or just RV? There are tent sites as well. We only have seven of them, but they're really cool because our property backs up to the National Forest. Yeah. So we put the tent sites out there. So oh, behind nice. yeah. is nothing but forest, and you've got all the critters that come to visit at night. We've got <laughs> lots of deer and well, elk. We're tent campers, so you may see us camping okay. up there this yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, one thing that I think is unique to any... Um, any campsite around here is that at our bathhouse area we have a bathtub that we converted into a tenter sink for those um, diehard campers who still cook at their camps mm -hmm. um, and that that bathtub actually had been all around the property as a planter somewhere <laughs> or another but we decided to put it in there because the tent campers were going into the bathhouse and using the sinks um, and putting their oh. their corn and their right. yeah yeah all down the drain and yeah. makes a problem. Oh, yes. it's, so, a, it's a problem with septic systems. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So and we we put that that tub in and we also put a garbage disposal in there. Oh wow! wow. So okay. how many tent sites come <laughs> come equipped with a garbage disposal? I love that it. You can, let, let alone a bathhouse, for goodness sakes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, I'm and, super and, excited to stay here now. <laughs> now, quick question. You, you have the swimming pool here. Clearly, uh, for those of you that may or may not know, today is, is January 19th. And so, so the swimming pool is closed, but when, when does the swimming pool open? And is it available for the tent campers as well? Or Oh, yes. yeah. The, everybody who's here on property can swim? Yes, they sure can. It opens April 1st. Uh, April Fool's Day. We we try well, and that's that's just it. We try to open it then, but our weather is so right. unpredictable right. at that time. Everyone's thinking spring break, yay, flip flops and shorts, but yet we <laughs> could here. still have three inches of snow. Well, we're we're six thousand so. feet above sea level. <laughs> it's going to take a little 7, while. Oh, seven thousand. Oh, seven thousand. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So it's going to take a little bit of uh, of time yes. to, for for things to warm up the right way. Uh, interesting so what interesting. else is oh. uh yeah the gift shop right yeah gift yes shop? Yeah, yeah we we put that in um actually we um we did that when we did the rv park mm -hmm. so we just gutted the whole thing and um we have so let's take a stroll around the property tell us what we're uh, what we're looking at besides a lot of really really quaint bungalows i guess i would call them probably bungalows i don't know yeah. What do you think? Um, we call them flagstone cottage buildings. Oh, okay. Because there you people, go. Um, they get the wrong idea if we call them cabins. Oh, oh right. There's not a fireplace or anything oh, like that. Oh, my God. So they're um, cabinesque. Cabinesque. <laughs> yes. There you go. That's oh, a great term. And now we oh, see look. our little train. Oh, look at this. That is adorable. You have your own toy train? We when have. It, it's, it's, uh, Kevin... 
Kevin just didn't get enough of trains when he was a kid? <laughs> Actually, we were gifted this train, believe it or not. Oh, wow. And what you are looking at is um, actually $43,000 worth of train right wow. there. Wow. It is custom made, and of course, uh, it has our logo on it as well. Um, it's very cool. Um, it's got the cars attached to it, and we have a caboose at the end of it. Um, fun. We were gifted that by Hotels Impossible. It was um, oh. a TV show from the Travel yeah. Channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they came out and interviewed us, and um, it was so cool. It was a total surprise that, that they would do something like this for us because, of course, we would never spend that much money on something like this. Right, because right. It, right. it would go into the rooms for some, something else. Right, so, right, right. It's, so, a, it's definitely an ex extravagance. Yes, yes. And it, it's very cool because... Williams being a small town, we have all of our small town parades. Okay, mm -hmm. good, good, so good, good. So we good, put yes. that in the parades um, <clears throat> during the holidays, um, like Fourth of July weekend. We'll take it, and actually, I was the one that drove it this past Fourth of July through the RV park. We'd pick up the kids along the way; they'd be in the back, and we oh. would just tootle around the oh, RV park. Oh, how fun! Yeah. That's pretty rad. Yeah. You know, there's that old. Uh, did, did you get to cling the bell, though? Yes. Oh, Yes, right. you, you can manually cling it, or there's a really cool CD that has engine noises and so forth. Did you see my wife? Because this is audio, you can't. She's sitting there over here shaking her head saying, <laughs> don't cling the bell. Don't cling the bell. I don't know what him, he's thinking. Don't let him cling the bell. Uh, <laughs> oh, good times. Good well, that times. is absolutely adorable. And I'm sure that's a, a fun, unique experience for, for the kids when you when you get to do that. Oh, yes. It's so much fun. Yes. Because who doesn't well, love trains? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Definitely not foamers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got a great property here. It's amazing what you've done with it in the 18 years of your five-year plan. <laughs> yes. And it's it's absolutely lovely. It's a beautiful place to be. Uh, any time of year, really. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're a Phoenician and you want to come up here and play in the snow, there's a RV park not uh, or a snow play area, what, seven miles away from here? Just about, Something yes. like that. Mm -hmm. So when you see them getting pelted up here with snow, wait a day. Let them shovel themselves out and come on up. <laughs> and, then, uh, and that's good. The, uh, the motel is open during the winter, but the yes. RV park is closed. The RV the park is normally open during the winter, oh. but right now we are doing some repairs. Okay. So um, that's why we have it closed at the moment. Okay. Nice. Well, we're going to take some pictures and put those up on our... Uh, website so that you can see them and see what this place looks like or we'll put them up on Instagram so follow us out there on Instagram at notsonativepodcast.com again Shirley thank you so much for being here thanks for uh, being flexible with us for sure <laughs> thank and you. uh, you've got a great hotel looking for lots of great things All right. have a great night thank you bye bye Do you want to learn more about solar energy and how to harness its power? Check out CaseArizona.com. The Conservative Alliance for Solar Energy is a nonprofit organization focusing on educating Arizona homeowners on the benefits of residential rooftop solar and renewable energy. Check them out at CaseArizona.com. That's C-A-S-E-A-R-I-Z-O-N-A.com.
Hey, this is Rob Lamb with today's Sponsor Spotlight. We are here with Mary Reha at MLR Pro Tax Service in Goodyear, Arizona. Mary, uh, how long have you been in the tax business and, and why are you in the tax business, for goodness sakes? I have been in the tax business now for almost 20 years. I started out doing it because I, I had a need to help people. I felt I saw some people in my family go through hard times with taxes and tax law and audits and I decided that I could do something to help with that. I got my highest level of credentials about six years ago mm. so that now I'm, uh, a, I'm a licensed agent with the IRS, so I'm an enrolled agent with mm. the IRS. We are federally licensed and we are tax experts. Tax experts. Yes. Okay. So, what kind of client do you like to work with, preferably, or is there a preferable client? I mean, as long as we have a social security number and we're, we have, you know, we're, we're going to pay taxes. Right, exactly. So, so why, what? Uh... Ideally, my, in my office, we work with all levels of clients. We work with entry level, we work with students, we work with um, businesses, corporations, we do taxes all the way across the board. We have experts in each field of tax in our office, so we can represent anybody very well. Wow. Okay. That, that definitely is a big plus. Um, so why should someone work with a tax pro? I mean, there's plenty of programs or online things that I can purchase to help me do my taxes, quote unquote. So why should I work with a tax pro like MLR Professional Tax and Associates? We are held to a higher standard. We have to keep our licensing and we have to follow the rules that the IRS has set forth for us. Okay. Uh, we, we are subject to penalties if we do not handle things correctly and are not ethical in everything that we do when it comes to tax law. The reason you want to use a professional is because inherently, as human beings, we want to see our refund go up. And in the software that you can get for your, that you can do your own returns on, if you answer a question yes and that refund goes up, and then you answer it no and you see it go down, just by nature and naturally, without really <laughs> understanding the question, you're going to go with the yes answer. I love yeses. <laughs> yeah. That's what I love. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And that and there's where um, people run into trouble is because of because they don't understand the law completely. They're answering the questions to get a refund instead of to be accurate. Okay. So. Why did you, why did you get into taxes? I mean, how did you 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 clearly you probably had a previous career if you've been doing this for twenty years. What uh, what what else? I used to be a software engineer. I went to school to become an engineer. I enjoyed that career tremendously. I did long for connection with people, and I really wanted to help people. I naturally had an affinity for taxes because of the accounting background that I had. Mm. And so I just started learning more and more about it. I went back to school for it. I went and did my testing for my enrolled agent degree. Huh. And I decided that that was, that, that was it for me. The first time I got to help somebody in an audit was the best day. When we, when we won that audit, it was, hmm. it was better than anything I could have imagined to be able to help somebody who was under so much stress. 
It's not that you beat the IRS, so to speak, is that, that you represented your client and, and helped them be able to see your client's perspective and what the numbers should have been. Correct. Or how the numbers really were playing out. Exactly. Yeah. And it's all about working within the law, and a lot of times clients don't necessarily understand it. I can bridge that gap with the IRS agents. and huh. it's a, it's a It's a very satisfying career. Even the smallest, you get a student in who's never done it before, they get a credit for going to college. They, mm-hmm. you know, they enjoy. Um, you you teach them about taxes, where they're used, why you got to take taxes out of your paycheck, how to pay mm-hmm. them. You know, it's it's a very satisfying career. Is there are there any changes in? Uh, I know that twenty seventeen had a lot of tax law change. Are there any real big changes that we need to be watching out for in 2018? Um, a couple of the changes that are good are going to be the child tax credit has gone up. That's, oh. that's been important. For I have two kids. That's helpful. Yes, that is very helpful. Uh, our businesses, there's qualified business income credit for service businesses out there. There's some new and exciting pass-through income for businesses. Uh, all in all, we want to be careful of our deductions and make sure that we we have the supporting documents to handle it. We did lose an entire section on our Schedule A uh, for those people who have W-2 income and are used to taking expenses for their jobs. That's mm. no longer there. Okay. Okay. So definitely need a pro for this. Right. All right. And then uh, just curious because this podcast plays in other states. You're in Goodyear, Arizona here. Can you help? those people who are in one of the other 49 states? Yes, as an enrolled agent, I'm allowed to file states and or file taxes in all 50 states. All 50 states? Holy cow. What about the District of Columbia? I can do that too. Well, there you go. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, this is the Sponsor Spotlight on the Not So Native Con- Podcast. My name is Rob Lamb. And by the way, Mary is my tax pro. I go to Mary for everything. I call her during the during the year and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this with my business. And she says, uh, let's think about that. Let's have a conversation or go right ahead. Blaze a trail, buddy. So MLR ProTax Service, 623-505-7141 or MLRProTaxService.com. Thanks again, Mary. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Join us here, the Not So Native Podcast. Be sure to check us out on our website, notsonativepodcast.com, and leave a comment or two. Also, follow us on social media to get the latest update on our adventures. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs>